Hello there and welcome to the Booze Free Writer. I'm Jackie Elliott and this podcast series I've called The Writer's Survival Guide where I'll be chatting about all different aspects of my sober writing life. And the first uh, idea I'd like to talk to you about is summoning the muse. So the most creative ideas I have ever had I remember saying back in my drinking days, they come when I'm drinking, but unfortunately I can never remember them. They all end up at the bottom of the bottle. So when I drank lots of wine, I truly believed regularly that I stumbled on the plot of a bestseller. I invented ingenious products. I had grandiose business schemes and they all faded away if I ever remembered them at all in the wake of the next morning's hangover. So two myths, I think, which pervade our collective consciousness are these. True geniuses, not only are they tortured souls, special people, they are often addicted to booze or drugs. And the second one is that alcohol can make us all more creative. And in fact, in order to write anything or to create anything worthwhile, we are required to summon our boozy muse, as it were. And history is littered with drunken, creative geniuses. Ernest Hemingway, the most famous drunk and author, or famous author and drunk, depending on your perspective, is quoted often as saying, write drunk and edit sober. And if you don't identify with Ernest Hemingway, there's a whole bunch more to choose from. Hunter S. Thompson, Dorothy Parker, Raymond Chandler, Dylan Thomas, Truman Capote, the list of revered drunken writers is seemingly endless. And artists, well, goodness me, everyone from um, Van Gogh who cut off his ear and was uh, addicted to all kinds of substances, These revered creative people must have created their best work under the influence, surely. But having been a plain old drunk myself, neither famous or creative at the time, I can tell you that this is all BS. If you drink lots, like I used to, and always wanted to be creative, then this tendency is to cling on to the tortured addicted artist stereotype because it really serves you well. It actually rationalises your vast consumption of booze. Maybe the boozy muse is just the wine witch in disguise. Here's the reality of a creative life. Being creative requires dedication and perseverance. You need to practice your craft. You need to write or paint or sculpt Whatever it is that you do, you have to do it regularly. Genius, as the old saying goes, is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. Now, I personally don't buy this muse concept at all, boozy or not. And another concept which goes hand in hand with a muse is this idea of a writer's or artist's block. Now, I agree that I have days when everything I write is utter garbage. But the idea that I should stare at a blank screen 
until my muse appears and magically my creative juices start to flow is as ridiculous as drinking a bottle of wine and expecting to write anything coherent at all. We have historically put creative people into a special box. We view creativity as something we are born with, not something we can learn or develop. And this is particularly convenient for people who consider themselves artists. After all, if anyone could work really, really hard and paint every day and practice their art or hone their writing skills, all the mystique of creativity, the romantic notions, the pedestals, all of those fade into nothing. I'm not suggesting that talent doesn't exist. I'm just saying that a sprinkle of talent and a huge dollop of work ethic maketh very creative people and exceptional art, writing, poetry and everything else. Our muse is not to be found in a bottle. It can be summoned every day just by starting to work. As Jane Austen famously said, I am not at all in a humour for writing. I must write on until I am. And that Hemingway quote, he never actually said write drunk and edit sober. And according to his daughter, he never wrote while he was drunk. Apparently he rose early, wrote in a very disciplined fashion for hours every morning and then headed off to get shit-faced in the afternoon. Since I quit drinking, I've written millions of words in blog posts, I've written seven books and counting, and my inspiration comes from the world around me. And all those fabulous ideas I had, the ones at the bottom of the bottle, they are all faintly ridiculous now. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.